0: What is up, everybody? Happy Money Wednesday. Hope everyone is doing well out there, wherever you are in a big blue marble. (laughs) I guess there's some things you say. But I'm sitting here with my main man, Mr. Brian Bogart. What's up, dude?
1: What's up, brother man?
0: How much? And every day's a holiday. Every day's a holiday, and every day ends in Y. It's a blessing, right? So we're good to go. Um, I know that we are about to go live today, and as you could tell from my attire, that means I'm in building mode. I've been building a lot of different things on the back end of this, and obviously putting together... Crossing the T's, dot and the I's. We kind of went live on some of the tiers for the podcasters on Monday. And that obviously we're getting the website coded and getting it built. A lot of great things that are happening on the back end of this with the, the first step community, which we are obviously are going through and we're building the community out. That'll be the engine, obviously, drives us through this with Podmore and focusing on more of a collaboration. So today's topic we're going to kind of cover. Is what does collaboration mean? How do we collaborate? How do we approach this? And I have probably have the best person in the world to talk about this topic with. Brian, what is collaboration and what does that mean? What is it, how does it pertain to what we're trying to do with this community in Winject Studios?
1: Yeah, so I think collaboration is is something that's essential in life, but unfortunately, more than more often than not, we default to competition. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that when we are competing, we often are driving towards something that we mutually want, but we view others as a threat or something that might prevent us from getting there. So this kind of ties into our topic even last week around abundance. Right. And this idea of like, what do we do? Collaboration is is the abundance of competition. Mm -hmm. Competition is the scarcity of competition. Right. It meaning that only one person can get the outcome. Right? We're driving towards something to have one person there or one entity there. Collaboration is, look, if we do this right, we can all win. Collaboration is looking at what do we have in common? What is our end game? What, what is the impact that we want to have mutually? And where and how do we bring our respective resources, time, energy, and money to the table to be able to deliver in a collaborative way Right, with cooperation versus competition? Collaboration really brings it together. Collaboration allows us to recognize that we can have different skill sets. We can have different ways of going about it. Collaboration is about getting it right versus being right. Collaboration is about where and how do we use different skill sets, right? If you look at what have we done here at Winject thus far, we have four very different skill sets at the founder group. Four very different skill sets, four very different levels of experience, four very different paths in life all great, very different, which means we have four different lenses for how we look at building out a community, which means that we collaborate with leveraging each other's strengths. We don't need to compete in this comp- in, in this approach. We need to collaborate and leverage the skill sets of Justin and Adam and you and myself. And what do we all bring to the table so that we can collectively impact our community?
0: Right. And that's important to take a step back and understand where that type of mindset and that approach comes from of collaboration. When you say the word collaboration, okay, well, we can collaborate. We can kind of get together and kind of form an, a different way of looking at it in a different approach and seeing how everybody wins. But that comes where, you know, even the show that the methodology I've developed over the years, the win-win effect, everyone's going to win. Everyone's going to, that's the effect of that type of mindset and that type of mentality of the winning mentality. Right? So when you're looking at the, you mentioned scarcity, well, let's, let's, let's kind of like, unpack that just for a second. When mm-hmm. you're looking at when you have a scarcity type of mindset where there's only enough available, there's only enough success, there's only right. enough XYZ, then that's a whole different approach. And that starts with you as an individual. The major players that we come in contact and we work with in the rooms that we're in, that's, they, they lead with how can I serve? And I, and I said this in, in a, in a, I guess, a conversation I had with Marty Ray. Ronnie Ray is a, is a singer. He's got probably over a million and a half um, as a network and people that are following him and fans. Um, he has a show. He's been a podcaster since, what, 2007, 2008, yeah, before man. podcasting was even cool. So <laughs> the the reason why I'm bringing this up, he mentioned that he went on a panel. We're obviously speaking on a panel on Friday for PodFest, which you know yeah. all of the founders and we're excited for, um, to kind of talk about Winject Studios. And I know this is more of a, circle back. But when you're focusing on scarcity, and I want to talk about this for a second. The conversations that it needs to have is to double check and to really break down and unpack and look at all the areas of opportunity. When I'm saying opportunity, when you're in a scarcity mindset and that type of way of thinking, you don't see it as an opportunity. You see it as a roadblock. Right? Let's talk about that for a second. What does that mean to you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, again, we, we talk about, it. I, I love to use the pie analogy because it's, it just is sure. what it is. Right. Like, I mean, when, when you look at scarcity, it's really like you're looking at a singular pie and you're wondering what slice of that pie you're going to get.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And so scarcity hardwires people to be like, Oh, I, I need to get, I need to get my quarter of that pie, or I need to get my half of that pie. Cause that's what I want to consume. And so the roadblock is we have one pie, but when you reach a certain level of Experience. You reach a certain level of relationships. You reach a certain status in life. You start to realize you can always make more pies, right? right? Exactly. Exactly. And and so, and so, when I look at it as a roadblock, again, I've got this big belief. I love Ryan Holiday's book, "The Obstacle Is the Way," because it really challenges perspective. And it's like, look, this—it's a great book, right? Because it really helps you understand that those challenges and those struggles that are in front of you are really those things that help you grow. It's similar to the philosophy that I have, right? Embracing pain to avoid suffering. But it's like scarcity, right? It, 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 it can be viewed as an obstacle if you view it as there's only one pie. The only thing we can't create more of in this world is time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, we can bend time. We can manipulate time. We can leverage time. But we can't create more of it. There's pretty much anything else on this planet, maybe except for fossil fuels, <laughs> right, that, that, we, that, we, I mean, that we can't create more of. We can literally create,
0: or can't, I'm not going to get too deep with this. Okay. Or can you, you, or can you create more time?
1: And I would arguably say yes. So by cheating the system, you can bend it, leverage it. Right. And you can, Mm -hmm. so I'm a big believer that you can find ways to create more time, but we, but at the end of the day, we have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Right now. Right? It's an illusion, and so an illusion. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. I 100% agree. But I think, again, that's where the scarcity comes from in most situations that leads to competition. Mm-hmm. Because if all we have is eight slices to a pie, well, I better get my damn slice of pie. <laughs> but if we view it as, oh, well, why, why don't I just go make more pies? Why can't I get another pie? Why can't I buy another pie? Why can't we bring another one into the mix? Like, if it's important enough, you will find a way. And that's where collaboration comes into play. Because if, you, if we aren't limited by the finite resources that we define our world through, and we start to recognize that literally we can create more of anything. We can't create more time, but we can leverage it, bend it, manipulate it so that mm-hmm. it's perceived we have more time and we can use it more effectively. But we have 24 hours in a day like that. It, it's a finite resource. So how do you use the time is where it becomes more important. Collaboration is also instead of competing, if we go out on things alone, It's gonna be a one equals one scenario. Just do the math, one equals one, right? If you collaborate, it could be a one plus one equals four. It could be a one plus one equals five. When you start to recognize that you can actually leverage through collaboration, I know by the way, you get to leverage and manipulate time through collaboration, Mm -hmm. right? So even though we have this finite resource, if we don't view it as we've only got one end game, we view it as it's infinite in what we can actually accomplish. I mean, geez, I'm wearing a shirt that says no limits. We're only confined by the limits we place upon ourselves, right? And that's the truth, even when it comes to collaboration and competition. I'm not a big believer in competing. I'm going to win no matter what, but I don't have to win at the expense of someone else. We right. can win together. 100%. And that's what and collaboration that's, that's
0: is. That's the key. right? That's the key. That's the, that's the key ingredient to the collaboration side. Yep. That you're not focusing on who wins and loses, who's taking it. Uh, I'm going to win every single day because I'm focusing on something that you're not seeing. And that's how am I going to be able to set up those type of relationships and leverage those relationships that have similar core values to ours to get us to the outcome faster? Mm-hmm. And how you get there faster, like perfect example, I don't want to use the example of um, Eric Thomas, but I'm going to use it anyway. He talks a lot about his, um, the lion and Giselle story, okay, that when the sun comes up, the lion sleeps more majority of the day. When the gazelle wakes up, their job is to stay alive. The lion's job is to eat. Well, they only eat at certain times. It doesn't mean, okay, that the gazelle's store is open between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. It's open whenever it's open. The the opportunity sees itself, and the lion sees as an opportunity to feast and to eat, to survive. Okay? And I know this is going to sound really crazy, but when you're looking at it overall in a bigger picture, okay, gazelles, they don't run all day long. They only run when there's a threat there, okay? So when you're collaborating with everybody else around you, you're putting things in place to make it easier, and you're setting the stage and setting the opportunities there to allow everybody to feast at a certain time. You're now changing the narrative of the story, and that's what all collaboration to me, what it really is overall. Yeah,
1: I agree. And I think so when you look at Winject Studios, that's been the cool part about seeing the founding group there's collaboration already happening, right? There's shows that have been organically connecting with each other, doing show swaps. There've been guest introductions going back and forth. There's problem solving, whether or not it's in one of the tiers that we give with each other, with with those two or three or four or however many podcasters are in in, in a conversation who are talking about, what's the best way to go about this, right? I mean, geez, we had a whole string in our private Facebook group around, what is your microphone? What are you using and why? Right, and and it's like that's opportunities to collaborate. It's like I, if I viewed that as a competition, right? If this next podcaster, if I give them my secrets on my technology, they're going to be better than me. No, no, no. <laughs> like that's not it, right? Right. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's it's. I've always said for a long time, like, look, you can give someone the recipe, but that doesn't make them a chef, right? So like, I don't have to hold on to anything. That's one of the things I've always loved about Elon Musk. Like he literally made all of the designs for Tesla and all these things publicly available. Like that's an abundance move, right? right. That's a collaboration where he's like, like I'm going to design this stuff. And just because I give you the recipe doesn't mean you can recreate what I've done, which is okay, but he's making it publicly available. <laughs> I actually saw also, the like,
0: interview. I've seen the interview after he did this. Okay, listen, look, I'm actually going to really, I really want to spend some time talking about this, the mentality of him. If you look at, and this was something that were mentioned skill sets and different areas of opportunity where all the founders. See, when I'm watching an interview, I'm not just watching that interview. I'm looking for nonverbal communication. I'm looking for body language. I'm looking, it's just even the mannerisms of to how well he he moves his eyes or whatever that might be. And I'm just going to sound nuts. But when he was presented and they were, he were asking him just that, why did you do that? I'm trying to level the playing field and giving giving them access to the knowledge that they may, may not have access to on the levels of intellect to even understand that that's an opportunity. Next thing he said goes, there's other companies and there's other you know cars that are yada, yada, yada. In this one, he's talking about one specific company. I'm not going to name the company because they destroyed them after this. They go, well, this is a rising and one of the fastest companies and the cars and what they're trying to do just from you sharing that information. And Elon Musk started laughing in the interview. He started laughing. He goes, did you see their car? <laughs> he goes, they don't have us. They don't have me. They don't have that way of thinking, of taking it to another level. I'm just trying to level the playing field just so just so, give you guys a little bit of heads up that we're coming. And that's kind of what we're doing with Winject Studios. We're leveling the playing field. We're, we're giving you access to all these other areas of opportunity for you. And I keep saying opportunity for a reason. That's all it is, is opportunity. It's opportunity to grow or opportunity to fail. But that failure side and leaning in, that's where you can go to someone in our group or in our community and going, I don't know this. It seems that you put in those 10,000 hours. Yeah. Can you help me with this? Yeah. That's usually my first question to somebody. And maybe it comes from sales. I don't know. I don't know. But one of my first questions, I'm not the person you can help you, Chris. Well, point me in a direction of someone that can help me. I just cut off a lot of time. And that's what we yeah. do here. We're going to put you in a position and getting you access to more eyeballs on your show, getting more access to the back-end stuff where podcasters can build a real business, not an entity, a real business, from what you actually do and what you're trying to communicate to the world.
1: Yeah. And that happens through collaboration, right? Yes. And that's and that's the whole point. Um, and that's what we kind of keep coming back to because that's, that's kind of what this is. It's kind of the, the art of collaboration. And so let's maybe talk more tactics around this. Sure. Right. How do, how how does someone go about establishing a collaborative relationship?
0: Mm-hmm. Seeing an area of opportunity starts with opportunity. Let's go with that. So the first first step is you don't view a person or an individual or a business podcast, whoever, of where they currently are now. You view them on where they should be and where they're going to be. Okay, and you're seeing the Plus sides of it. So, I mean, we can even, let's, let's use us as an example. Okay. And just make it easy. You came onto the show. I think it was back in June. I think Anthony truck set us up yep, he did. So, and he introduced you to me because of the relationship that I had with trucks. Correct. Yeah. What was on the line there?
1: The a relationship. relationship,
0: a relationship, the yep. relationship I have with trucks and then a the relationship you have with trucks. He went on a line and introduced me to you and a vice versa. And we got up and got on a call, had the first call. And it was like, boom, energy level times a 1,000. Caught lightning in a bottle. Then moved over to the show, did the same thing there. And ever since, every conversation we've had. Because he saw a huge area of opportunity where our energy levels met. And we're able, we're conscious of how well we transfer energy into each other. Yep. At the time, I didn't know... We would build build a business together or build actually mm-hmm. two different, three businesses we're going to be doing together. I didn't know at that time, but I knew there there was a light bulb that went off when we were having conversations. There was something we're going to do. I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but it's going to happen. Yep. That's that, that's that spark. And from that spark, mindset is going to come into play. If you're in a scarcity mindset or if you're in this, you're not going to see the opportunities there. That's where I go to. I don't know if you would want to unpack that a little bit more or maybe go to another area. No, I think opportunity. That's is the first thing one that pops things. my head.
1: Yeah, no, I think, and I think that's a good tactical approach. I'm, I'm going to take a slightly different spin on that because I I, sure. I agree with what you just said, but um, we, we, we aren't always given the opportunity to be introduced to someone where we can view opportunity. Good point. And so if that's the case, right? We have a lot of solopreneurs out there. We have a lot of entrepreneurs out there. We have individuals who are like, "Oh, like, I wish I could get to that person," right? Or, "Or hey, they have something that I could really help them with, or might actually help me learn and grow." And what what happens there is you may already have a list of individuals that you desire to collaborate with, but I think very few people put that into action. Mm-hmm. Why? I, it could be fear. It could be shame. Right. It could be they're not worthy to be in that person's circle. Right. There, there's a lot of pieces. Why? So we we could spend a whole hour unpacking the why. But that the, I wanted to, to touch action. on that. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to touch
0: on that just for a second, not to cut you off. That's the scarcity mindset. That's what I'm talking about.
1: But Go ahead. Yeah, it is, and I think scarcity can contribute to that. But but it might not be scarcity that I have something to hold on to. It might be scarcity that's really more on the worth side. Like I'm not worthy to be along with this person, or I might not be able to add value to them, and and so. You know, there's, there's different pieces that will trigger that. What I would say to that, though, is if you see opportunity and you see opportunity that's not just personal gain, right? Because it's an equation. Again, it's got to be a one plus one equals three or a one plus one equals four or five or whatever, right? It can't be a one plus one equals one or one plus one equals zero. Like that, that the math doesn't work, right? So when you see opportunity and it's not just going to benefit you, there's got to be action taken to initiate a conversation, to build a relationship. Then determine is there value? And then determine is there mutual ability to have impact? And when you start to really walk through those things and you understand that's what you've got to unpack, is, is, there, is, is does this person see value to you? You don't know that until so you have a conversation. What's the idea that you're gonna approach them with to collaborate on? Where and how are you gonna structure the deal so that you can actually start to move forward to leverage each other's skill sets, Time, energy, money, resources relationships, right? It's all of the above. And so if you don't currently, like, if you don't get introduced to somebody that you just hit it off with and you're like, oh, but we're going to go do this, start identifying who are the people that you want to get to, right? I, I mean, I I can't tell you how many people in my life are like, oh, how have you gotten to so-and-so? How have you built a relationship with so-and-so? And my answer is always like, I reached out. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's
0: very simple. Like, I, 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 I had a I conversation.
1: I don't mean to overly complicate it, but I think it's one of those things where it's like I reached out. I saw opportunity. I saw value. I mean, one of our mutual connections who's become a close friend and mentor of mine at this point is David Meltzer. Mm -hmm. David Meltzer and I shared a stage together, a virtual stage. I started doing some research on him. I discovered that he and I share a similar mission to impact a billion lives. And I literally reached out to him with a note, say, hey, we shared a similar stage. The universe does nothing by accident. We both have a common mission around impacting a billion lives. Why don't we set up some time to figure out how we might be able to help each other do that faster? That was literally what I did. That's a funny story. Remind me to tell you. Go ahead. But that was literally what I did, right? And next thing I know, two weeks later, I have a conversation with David Meltzer. And now months later, he and I have a relationship. I was on the phone with him yesterday. And that's not me name dropping. I'm not saying that to impress. I'm saying that to impress upon the point that it's like David Meltzer in a lot of people's eyes is like, how do you get to him? People in my network, when they saw the first live show I did with him, were like, whoa, 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 how'd you get to Meltzer? And that was the same response. I reached out and I asked a question. And so that's something that like we just need to pay attention to. Don't allow fear, worth, shame, scarcity to prevent you from making a call if you see opportunity, right? Sometimes the universe brings people together through an introduction, but that's what I was trying to force is if you see somebody that there's opportunity with, find a way to articulate it and get it to them because they likely will see the opportunity if you can articulate it in a way that is mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to come back. You said there was a funny story there. So
0: no, it is a funny story. I mean, it, it all comes back and it all comes back to alignment, right? So um I had Meltzer on even before trucks, okay. And then trucks introduced me to you. But what, I didn't know this before I met you. Okay. I was introducing Meltzer to trucks at the same time, and this is how oh, i know that's it right. at the same time. Yes. At the same time, you were introducing trucks the same thing, okay. And, I, and, and as we everyone knows that there's certain people that I only introduce certain people to because of a lot of different reasons, you know, as in just respecting other people's time, respecting the levels. And are they aligned to that frequency and that type of level of understanding the intellect? OK, so I I didn't know you yet at the time, but I was introducing Trucks silently and then connecting both of them. Trucks sent me a message, uh, a text message, an audio note. We speak through audio notes and obviously we do as well. He's like, <laughs> what is with everybody? Like it's just some, another person is introducing me and the same person. It is the whole time they had the live, they have whatever. And they dropped yeah. both of our names and I figured out who you were then. And then it goes, and it just so happened. I had an email in my inbox of trucks introducing us. Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah. dude. I mean, Everything comes back did, around. Did, totally. That's collaboration. Yeah. hundred percent. And again, that's and one it, of those things that of, of those, the four names, I mean, two of us and trucks and Meltzer, those are all individuals that we're running with. That, by the way, everybody operates from an abundance mindset and everybody's like, look, yeah, there's there's enough out there for us all to be able to grow and help individuals like that's what it's about. And so, you know, when I when I'm working with Trucks, who is another coach and another speaker, I could view that from a competitive standpoint or I could view it as a collaboration standpoint. What can Trucks and I do together better? Right. And that's how he and I've had these conversations. Right. We've shared stages together. We've added value together. We brainstorm together. We help each other. It's like, you know, if I get stuck on something, I'll call him. If he gets stuck on something, he'll call me. I mean, we, we, we both have now aligned and collaborated with some different resources that we both tap into. I mean, there's, there's just all these things where it's like, why, why would you not, if you surround yourself with people that operate at your frequency, operate at your vibration, who have a a similar opportunity viewpoint on where and how do we impact the world? Like, why would you not align yourself with them? Again, more people moving around the same message, around the same path, around the same impact. It just means more impact. That's what, that's, that's where the term collective impact came from. A year right. ago, when I started dropping that term collective impact, people were like, whoa, 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 what is that? Right? It's like collectively, we can impact more lives. That's yes. what it comes down to. Collectively, we can impact more lives. And so that's what collaboration is all about. Um, and, and and you know, I'm grateful every single time I have the opportunity to interact with somebody that there's collaboration opportunities because that typically means there's impact on the other side. And that's that's kind of how I look at it.
0: And this is how you can hold yourself accountable. And are you leveling up and are you? We're worthy of someone else's time and in areas of opportunity. And this is, and this is little, maybe I guess you would say a test to the people that are tuning into this. If you want to know, and you want to prove to yourself that you are the shiznit. Okay. And you are worthy of the next level. Surround yourself with people. you never thought you would ever have access to be around? And then when they're in a room full of opportunities and they bring your name up and they send you, or they a thought crosses their mind, and they introduce you to another person or another individual, or another level. That's that proves your worth. Yeah, that proves your worth. So don't overlook that. That's a that's a huge win for you. Yeah, take that take that and let let that sit in for a second and be a little bit more aware in documenting these as snapshots as memories of your growth and your journey. And then it's all about taking the next one below you and and leveling them up. You right. elevate others, you elevate yourself. Melch talks about that a lot, and it's yeah. so true. You see someone that does have the does have that it factor, or does have maybe a way for them to communicate their story and getting more eyeballs on their message. You level them up. You pull them with you. And that's something that's going to pay you tenfold.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, and here's here's how I also view things, right? Like, it's no fun climbing a mountain alone. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just it's just no fun climbing a mountain. I mean, I like, to, I, mean I, and I like to hike, and sometimes I do like to hike alone, but it's way more fun to hike with other people, right? It's no different in life. Like, if we're climbing this mountain, it's no fun to climb alone. And so I've always kind of viewed this. It's like, look, I like to be running with other people. It's more fun to do business with other people. And oh, by the way, like, even if you're not in business with people, Collaboration is also like, look, as you get higher and higher on the mountain, bring people along with you. Use the momentum and velocity that you've created and the force that you have to literally, like, when you see people that align with the mission, mission where you're going, grab them and bring them on for the ride. Even if they're hanging on to your tails, you know, your, your your tail fins. Like, I don't care. Like, let them let them hang on. If you've got the ability to carry it, carry it until they have the strength to do it for themselves. Let them borrow your voice. Let them borrow your momentum. Let them borrow your relationships. And as long as they continue to demonstrate that they're going to hustle and move to be able to get at the level that you want to be like, that's keep those people in your life. Cause it's like, for me, it's not just no fun to climb alone, but it's also no fun to climb even with a small group of people. If we don't bring a bunch with us, like that's, that's to me what collaboration and collective impact is about. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of how I, uh, I view the world. So uh, we also, my wife and I have this philosophy that we give until it hurts. Mm -hmm. We literally give until we feel it. And we mean that with time, energy, money and resources and relationships. We give until we feel it. Because when we feel it, we know that we're making a big enough impact that the collaboration is going to pay off. And so Eventually, that's something that you're playing, you're playing an infinite game. You're not playing What's oh, an infinite game. game? I'm not playing yeah. the game. I never have played the short term game. When I do, I always get stuck in anxiety, stress, and all these pieces that keep us stuck. Uh, whenever I think the infinite game and I think 25, 30, 40 years down the path, and oh, by the way, down the path even further than I'm even still on this planet, right? When we start playing that game, that's the game that really starts bringing people along and realizes that, you know, abundance is the only way to operate. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you want to add on this topic or maybe we just wrap right now?
0: No, I think that, um, just to hold us accountable, I want to shine a light on the, some of the updates. So we went, uh, our tiers are live. We went live on Monday with some of our tiers. So if you're watching this and you're a part of the community right now and you haven't taken action on some of these tiers, um, we have decided, and we need to have another discussion tomorrow with the founders of how we kind of set that up to is still giving you and the promo deals and uh, you know, I guess the first year kind of deals and and then promos and I guess the um, what is it the discounts right for the yep. different levels and yep. having access. So we'll we'll get back to you on that. The next thing is the website. We're in a, we're in a development phase of the new website, Winjet.com website. Um, which is going to look completely different night and day here, probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, anything you want to add on that?
1: No, man, I think, I think it's, it's progress one day at a time, one bit at a time we're thinking far ahead. And uh, you know, again, I think collaboration is where it comes together. So I think today's topic was great for being able to wrap all that up in one pretty bow.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm actually pretty amazed that we, we catch, we only get 30, we are catching us long winded individuals and we're only doing it 30 minutes. I think this is like the fifth Week in a row or six weeks, we kept it around that time. It's pretty yeah. impressive, pretty impressive. Yeah. So, but it's like a little bite-sized meetings. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. As I keep talking, keeps going. carol hit the music. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. This podcast is part of the wincheck Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www winject.com. That's w-in-j-e-c-t.com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there.